On tonight's episode, we talk about sports, again, and whether or not they're going to make a comeback. We talk about the NBA bubble and how we can get on that guest list. We sip on a High Lie IPA out of Tampa, Florida. Finish it all up with things to do with your kids that don't involve a screen. So sit back, relax, and enjoy responsibly. Because this is Dad's Drinking Beer. Dad's Drinking Beer. Welcome everybody to Dad's Drinking Beer. Hearing that music gets me a little, a little hype. I'm gotta, I'm not gonna lie. Hey, we we love the music. We love Benny from Bronze Whale. Thanks again for for giving us that awesome intro music. You're right, Chris. When I hear that, I uh, I hop out of bed at 11 p.m. and I'm I'm ready to go <laughs> for our podcast. Were you were you, la- were you literally laying in bed? You heard the music, jumped out of bed, and like I'm I got to record this podcast right now. Actually, yes. Yes. And if I ever made this my alarm, I would have so many more productive mornings. I should know? make that but, my alarm. That's a good idea. Yeah. The, the only regret I would foresee is, you know, when you have a song as the alarm, you start to equate it with, oh, fuck, I got to wake up. Yes. And I'm worried that would happen. Like, I got to keep it sort of private. I did that with a few songs in the past. And now if I play it on a, on a shuffle or whatever, I think, oh, I got I to gotta wake up. But in this uh, in this kind of situation, this scenario, yeah, it. I'm ready. Let's go. I feel like if I had it as my alarm in the morning, I would wake up wanting to drink beer with you because that's the music. It makes me like, oh, I should. I feel like I want to drink a beer. It makes me want to just pull dads together. We should play it from a loudspeaker, and dads just sort of zombie out of their their beds and just just move to the music. They just dads, walk in that direction. Dads unite. Dads. We are here for you. Modern Dads are still here. Chris and I are doing this weekly. Again, welcome to Dad's Drinking Beer. Um, it's still pretty via, much... Via Zoom, yeah. We're doing uh, it over yeah, Zoom we're, again. We're still recording over Zoom. We're still playing it safe. Uh, Texas v. Florida is in uh, week three or four in terms of who's telling coronavirus, hold my beer. I'm going to show you something. Um, still seeing a lot of bullshit out there about how masks can impair your breathing. We already went into a rant on that last week. You know how we feel. Uh, it's not. It's just not worth bringing it up because if you're still listening and you're not wearing a mask, going out in public, I mean, you should probably check yourself. Yeah, like, yeah, Jim's right. If if you're listening to this podcast after listening to last week's podcast um, and you don't wear a mask, this is probably not the podcast for you. There's probably other podcasts you can go check out. Please, by all means, yeah. just type yeah. in podcasts, no mask. I guarantee you're going to get five or 10 solid, solid podcasts to, to check out. So yeah. Chris and I made our points pretty clear. Um, there is a few recap things we want to cover real quick. Right off the bat, we had an ultimate showdown uh, two weeks ago for our 4th of July episode. We have enough data. Chris and I spent a little bit of time kind of identifying three iconic fictional heroes that were big for us. If I remember correctly, Chris had... Indiana Jones, Wonder Woman, and Will Smith. Will Smith, Captain Hiller from Independence yeah. Day. Yes. yes. Boy, he's been in the news and on every meme as of late. <laughs> no offense. Sorry. And that was uh, again, we we we've predicted shit. So yeah, we, we didn't we did. we didn't know about that but then. Yeah. We brought him into the Zeitgeist again. You're before welcome. Before Jada Will. dropped it on him and Big Willie. Poor Jada. Did you see uh, their son? Threw out a tweet. No. It just says, my mom's a hoe. Oh. And then then real Will Smith commented, I feel you, son. And he put that (laughs) eyes down emoji. And I'm like, is this a joke? Anyway, (laughs) Chris, those were three solid heroes. My three were uh, Rocky, specifically Rocky for Rocky. Yo. Ellen Ripley. Yo. Ellen Ripley from Alien, uh, Alien series. And then we also had Black Panther, who... You know, I caught a little flack for just going to keep that out there that he, he's not really an American hero. But again, I'm going to be playing the selfish card here. I'm American. I love Black Panther. I really think he's one of the best Marvel characters we have. It works. If, you, if he was your vote for the main event and he won, I would call bullshit just so you know. So uh, we're okay. Fair. Fair. Yeah. It's okay. I mean, 
I mean, Sylvester Stallone slash Rocky Balboa is Italian stallion. So, I mean, I mean, does he American? We're all we're all American in some way. That's how I kind of look at this thing in terms of uh, who's eligible, who isn't. Gal Gadot is. Yeah. So anyway, totally exotic and sexy. But no, you're right. America, we're we're just trying to say that we're an inclusive, inclusive podcast. So uh, I'm funny. It, it's funny you you say that. Sylvester Stallone ended up going to the finals against Wonder Woman, against yep. Gal Gadot. My God! Mm-hmm. And votes came in over a hundred votes again. I really like the audience participation. This includes text messages, Instagram messages, uh, everything. We're we're basically. You know, those people on South Congress trying to get you to sign shit, um, those, those outdoor salespeople, just to say, but, but, but the difference is our questions are cool. You know, we're not asking <laughs> you to sign up or, or pay money. We're saying, who'd win in a fight? Rocky Ford training in Siberia and Russia? Or Gal Gadot uh, lassoing lightning bolts and looking good in a miniskirt, right? Yeah, and, and so much more from yeah, Wonder Woman. Yeah, or so much yeah. less. I mean, she looks good in everything. But yeah. Guys, votes came in. Proud to say Rocky for Rocky Balboa, 1985, single-handedly ended the Cold War, is our winner. Ding, 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 ding. He, it was close. It was a 55 to 45 vote. Um, one of my pages, I threw it out. It was split 50-50, and I had to go check others, other sources and where people were voting. So thank you for voting if you had a chance. Um, I think we're, we're just big Rocky fans. You know, I, I love for... You know, Stallone to hear this, come on the pod. I, I think he'd be a, a, a huge get. What do you think, Chris? I think Sylvester Stallone would be great on the podcast. Be, we'd have to do some pretty hardcore editing, but it would be fine. Um, uh, as, as, what do you far mean? As, as far as uh, my <laughs> vote losing, I mean, you know, I, I'm a little upset about it because I think, I think Wonder Woman would absolutely kick Rocky's ass, but... You know the the people have spoken, and uh, I'm I'm willing to accept and, and concede to uh, to that. But but they're wrong. But again, I I respect. Yeah, it. yeah. I mean, it's okay to be a sore loser. Um, I think you just can kiss away any chance we had of Stallone coming on, based on what you just said. Um, but, <laughs> but wouldn't anyone, I would rather have Gal Gadot on the show? Just so you know, over Zoom, Stallone. In person, Gadot. Is that fair? Yeah, that's fair. Okay. So for anyone who voted Stallone and Rocky Four, this one's for you. I mean, you've heard the rumors that Stallone like poops on glass tables while people sit underneath it. What? <laughs> yeah. those Just are, saying. I, I should have brought that up. I should have brought that up before the voting. Was yeah, done. I'm really glad you didn't because I might have had to rethink. I, I'd probably be sending Black Panther or Alan Ripley up there, but. Hey, we're we're trying to do more things on the pod to involve the audience, involve you guys. We are growing. I uh, can't can't say this enough. Like and subscribe. Please give us a chance to keep growing. We've got a, a pretty exciting new partnership opportunity. We're going to unveil a, a new kind of contest, sweepstakes next week. But it really starts with you, with listening, with subscribing, with leaving a review, rating the five stars. Uh, that really is big for us. I can't say it enough. Chris and I are four four and a half months deep into this. And like, and like we said, we're not really going anywhere. Um, yeah, and it just kind of helps the podcast grow, and it helps you know you guys too. You help us, we help you. It's gonna be it's gonna be fun. So yes, there will be some really cool swag and giveaways very 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 soon. Just a quick disclaimer: you don't have to start on episode one. Yeah, uh, maybe not. Yeah, maybe yeah, don't. Almost discourage you to do that. Um, and I'm a chronological guy. If I start a new series, I've got to start in the first page the first episode the first book i don't care how deep it is listen to the to the architects of this start on episode four or five or 14 even uh we're starting to clean this up a little bit more every week so we're appreciating all of the listens but you don't have to go to one or two because i think those ones we were still really finding our footing i'd I'd go back to those down the road if you need to uh, entertain yourself when you're when you're really really lonely or drunk or or both uh, on any given night <laughs> once you once you've locked in and you already love us uh then yeah go back to episodes one <laughs> two three and four and uh yeah you you will you will love us after a few episodes i guarantee it it's just it doesn't have to be from the first two you might not love us as much that's what i think that's what right. chris and i are trying to say yeah cool 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 well i love it 
Anything else you want to bring up, Chris, that's been on your mind as of late? Well, you know, I mean, I've, you know, we, I listened to an episode the other day, kind of just going back through and we were listening, we were talking about how we might be going back to work. This was a month ago, two months ago now. Yeah. And it, we look even further away from going back to work now. So yeah. Um, yep. Getting used to the new, I hate, I hate the term, but it is probably the most fitting is the new normal. So after is, four months, it is, is it, is it new? This is just, it's not even, it is what it is. It just is right? It is. This is, it, this it, is, is. Kind of it We got an email at work and we will not be going back sooner than December 1st. So that was kind of a punch in the gut in terms of, I've been telling my team, we're, we're more than halfway. I've been talking on the podcast. We're, we're in the, we're in the home stretch. We're on the back nine of this, <laughs> man. Sometimes we're so I full mean, of shit. I don't I feel like know. We're on the back nine of the first 18. We're looking at maybe playing 36. This is, I mean, we're not, or we don't even know. It's, it's foggy, it's windy, and then and all of a sudden it's yeah. hot. I mean, if you're, if you're doing an analogy of golf, we're, you're just, you don't even know. You don't even know. Yeah. We're about to suspend play because some asshole caddy saw lightning five times yeah. over uh, where they're not taking this shit seriously. Yeah. Again, the mask thing, it's just proven that it'll help slow this down. And again, I think Chris and I speak for a lot of dads. We want sports to come back. We want football in, in six to seven weeks to happen. This has to be a united effort. And I, I think this kind of leads nicely into sports hole because I don't want to go into doom and gloom city. No, nope. I like working from home. I do, but I kind of got my hopes up that we would maybe get to see people again in the work environment. I'm going to have to live virtually for the next, uh, at least four to five months minimum. And we'll keep updating you guys on that, but you guys are probably going through the same shit that, that Chris and I are going through. I'm so, sure they are, yeah. Let, let's just jump in sports hole. We got a couple fun topics, a couple quick hits. Chris, you ready for this? I'm diving in. Let's go. Beautiful, beautiful, beautiful. I feel so engulfed within the hole that is sports. Engulfed? Engulfed. Solid, solid start. How about like you I'm lead inside. off with some golf news? Lead off with some golf oh, news. Because yeah. to be honest, the sports hole for the last six weeks, I think our biggest breaks other than Cam Newton have been golf related. So I know, but, uh, but we've, what, we've talked what started about today? golf. What started today? Talk, talk we've talked about, about golf a lot. Uh, because it is one of the best things to do while you're in quarantine, if you're during a social distance. But today, probably the one of the biggest s- stories in golf, Tiger is back again. He's back again. He's playing for the first time in a long time. I think it was, what is it, five months, did I say? It, professionally. He played in the a tournament. Uh, celebrity yep. tournament right. with Peyton right. Manning and with, you know, Brady and, and Which Phil. was fun to watch, but it was, it was you know, they were bullshit. This is, this is actual tournament play um but he's back he's, he's looking good again i don't want to predict the future because by the time this thing comes out already be done but um so tiger won good. so tiger won the whole fucking thing oh i like, like it let's, let's be real that. yeah let's, let's just say it. it he had a great oh we're recording this on thursday night the 16th he had a great blue polo on a great like i love that color blue that's one of my favorite colors and shades of blue and so those who are listening that's great you're gonna yeah. know what i'm talking about fast forward I loved when Tiger won. I loved when he won on Sunday. I, I, and again, I think we're doing a pretty good job predicting, so we never know. He finished one under today. He's five off the lead. It's about where he wanted. Um, the last two events he played with no fans. Yeah. He, he right. won. So this doesn't happen very often, but Tiger kind of – he doesn't need the crowd there anymore. I mean, would well, you they, agree with that? Yeah, they asked him. They said, when's the last time you played without fans? He was like, I don't remember the last time he played. I mean, he's probably played with fans or someone following him to some degree since he was probably eight years old. You know what I mean? Because yeah. he, when he was five, he was, he was destroying it. So I, it's, I can't remember exactly, but I want to say it was 2012 had an event and 20 – oh, man. I – it's 2012 was one of the events really bad weather forced fans off. He won those tournaments and he won. And he played through. He did. Now I'm talking about a day. I'm not saying the whole event. I'm saying round three of the one in 2012, Tom Rinaldi, um, you know, the mothership brought it up last night on a, on an episode of, uh, of that, that uh, sports middle show. And 
it, it, it was really cool because I was like, wow, like we're not watching old highlights. This is real stuff. And I think that's why golf is kind of something that we lean back on. Plus we're dads. We, we get to play some golf once in a while. Um, it's a dad thing. Too. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. But he played well but, enough today. He's, he's not getting cut after, after a day. He's just, he, yeah. he's got he's to gotta limit his mistakes, right? Yeah. And watching golf without fans is not, I actually kind of dig it. it. It's kind of cool. It's kind of like, you got to you got to know what's happening. You got to pay attention because if you're watching golf and there's fans around, and then you see you know something happens, people react. You're like, oh, what was that? Whereas when you're when you're paying attention and watching it as it's happening, you, it's it's more you appreciate it more. I don't know. It, it's it's not terrible watching without fans. And and again, there's still people out there. You hear the reactions of these people, and it's it's a little more real um, as it is when you play in real life. Like when we play, and you know you drop one in from off the green it's the same it's the same sound you know what i mean it's not it's not the roar of the crowd so no it's just me screaming like a banshee and interrupting people on the next tee tee box because i just hit a 40 foot putt from the rough you know uh which happened it's happened a few times it's happened a few times yeah yeah. that's a really great point though chris uh golf is a sport that i don't think you need the fan interaction you know you always get stuck with those hecklers who say something stupid and ridiculous after a tee shot anyway, but golf's like that. And I'm really glad that golf is, I'm glad that Tiger's back to be honest, because I think that's going to really help bring people back in. He's got to play well on Friday. He will. He's got to play well Saturday. He will. I want Sunday. I want him, DeChambeau, Brooks, anybody who is just beastly, new school, old school. I want them paired up so that we can watch Something really cool Sunday. I would love that on Sunday, man. It would almost give it. me a sense of like tradition, you know? Yeah. I'd love it if it was yeah, Finau, Brooks Kepka, Rory, DeChambeau. I mean, you name it. Any of those guys in the final pairings or the, even the top four pairings, if Tiger's in that hunt, it's going to be fun to watch on Sunday. So he's got, he's got a putt. He's got a we'll putt see, from, from here we'll on see out. see what happens to, when to I edit. Yeah. Putt in. Yeah. Yeah. No, for sure. Um, yeah, if he's completely out of it, just say Tiger's back and on to the next thing. Um, exactly. You know, you mentioned that the fans not being there isn't an issue. Uh, I'm going to paint a picture for you. We're in Orlando. We're in we're in Disney World. We got the hold NBA. On, hold, hold on, hold on. Enough. Okay, got it. Yep. Yeah, hold on. Bask your way through the cloud of yeah. Corona. I'm in. Right? I'm in Orlando. Yep. Yep. Uh, you've got jean shorts galore everywhere. You've got a lot of bandanas, not around the face, but more around the head. Um, and God bless our Florida listeners. But here's the thing. NBA is still happening. And it seems like the NBA bubble is getting a ton of buzz. Some of it funny, some of it negative, And some of it's just kind of for your own interpretation to go like, what am I really looking at here? Have, have you yeah. had a chance to kind of look at this yet? I've seen a couple of things coming out in the media. I feel like the NBA bubble is like the new hot nightclub, like Studio 54 kind of thing. People, people are dying to get in. Um, they are. <laughs> what a great analogy here. I love it's, that. It's, it's, it's funny to see because there's definitely issues where, you know, people are posting pictures of their food and, and things like that. So it's, it's interesting. Um, yeah, I don't know. I, I'm, I, I'm intrigued. It is it is very much out there, right? Everyone's got a phone. Everyone's got a social media account. We're seeing a lot of different perspectives. We're seeing the, let's start at the top. We're seeing King James in his room. And it's this beautiful, you know, four post canopy bed built for Aladdin after the genie made him a prince, right? Like he is like <laughs> set up. I think the bed vibrates. I think it's got these suction tubes on the side so that when he's just sitting there, he can get sucked off whenever. That is the king <laughs> bed. Look at the bed. It's on Instagram. You're probably going to go, that's not a bed. That's a dick sucker 3000 that I can lay down and just, just, just take it over. So like, imagine that as the apex, like no one's room is as good as, as good as that. And it shouldn't be. Right, it's it's going mean, to start to filter he's down. He's number one in the league, right? I mean, is anyone going to comp- going to say different? I'm I not mean, saying he's the goat, right? I'm not saying he's the goat of all time, but he's definitely the goat. Current right goat, now. current goat. I'd give him current goat status. Current in terms of goat active, status, active goat, active goat. 
No so what, way. So it wouldn't, it wouldn't, you, it wouldn't be go. It would be greatest of right now. That's the active. He's still an active player. Okay. That's, a, yeah. that's all I mean. Current rostered, active, NBA-employed GOAT. But then it starts to work its way down. And you've got guys like J.R. Smith, welcome back to the league. Yeah, you I like him. guys like Rudy Gobert. you got guys who are still solid players, but they're, they're posting pictures of their meals. And I don't know if we're supposed to feel sorry for them or if we're supposed to feel like this isn't like the norm. And I get right. that. And thanks for your sacrifice because we really want to see – Sports. We we've talked about how sports are like the fabric that helps bring dads and other people together. So right. where do you where do you kind of land on this? Because we have other perspectives too. But like initially, you see a picture of someone's tray yeah. in an Orlando Marriott or whatever right. they're staying at. Yeah. Do you does your heart tug at them? Do you feel no. like grow no. up? Like like yeah. Like, like what's your what's your feeling, Chris? Yeah. I mean, you know, seeing the picture of the of the meals, it's like it's like those pictures when they. We're doing the fire festival thing. It was like a, a, you know, a cheese cheese sandwich. <laughs> compa- are you comparing this to fire fest? How bad <laughs> yeah. it is? Yeah. Oh yeah. shit! So you're you're on the side of the players then. You're you're thinking this is like inhospitable for for them. But but I don't feel bad. Like we talked about it before we hit the record button. It's like these guys' normal uh, situation when they're playing is the lavish life. I, I think hotel room wise, they're probably staying in regular hotel rooms. But these guys are getting out there and they're probably in this little bubble eating, you know, grilled cheese sandwiches or burgers, whatever it was. And um, I don't feel bad. I don't feel bad. I think I think it's more, it, you know what it feels like? It feels like when I was a kid and I played on like a traveling um, soccer team or a football team and you had to like stay in the hotel room with your team. You yeah. weren't allowed to leave, you yeah. know, because you had the chaperones that were in the next room over and you got room service, but it was like, you know, a cheese sandwich. Not a grilled yeah, cheese, just a cheese condensed, sandwich. It's the condensed menu. It's like, here's yeah. what we can do for you guys because our, our schools were cheap or whatever. No, I, I get that. Yeah. I think um, I think we got to remember, and the players got to remember, it's temporary. This is not yeah. the norm. And you are carrying a burden of responsibility because we want to see, as the average fan, we want to see basketball happen. So I read that there's a, a hotline that players and coaches can use to more or less alert the powers that be of what's going on. And I think that's hilarious. If I love Chris, that. if we get the number, we're calling that shit on the regular. So we can like rat out like, like J.R. Smith and be like, he's not wearing a shirt. J.R. Smith smokes smoked pot in the hotel again. And they'll be like, <laughs> yeah, we know. Like give us something real to come after. But it's, you know, it's being called petty. By some of the players, they think that it's a way for some players to wrap people out. Doc Doc Rivers, the coach of the Clippers, has already said, I'm, I'm going to call, I mean, jokingly, he already said, I'm going to call it on LeBron. I'm going to call it on Giannis. I'm going to set, I'm, I'm going to clear the way for us this, this year. And then the flip side of this is there's been a few uh, ladies of the night. I don't even know how to say this. They're ladies of the night. They're the... NBA band-aids. They're the the NBA player hangarounds, right? I don't Sli- know. The, I think the, I think they're called slam pieces. pieces. Slam piece. Slam pieces per city, and they are tweeting. You know, just got invited to the bubble NBA season <laughs> underway. Which if that's wait, if is that <laughs> if I see that happening, fucker, call that hotline and get that <laughs> asshole in trouble to get him removed. Um, but you don't know the situation. So, maybe they, maybe they go, these these girls are going to go stay for ten days in quarantine before they come over to, you know, any of these guys' place. But, yeah, <laughs> but maybe, here's the thing, Chris. Maybe you know what? Deny till you die. Just put your hands up and tell, maybe, and tell the maybe they're bringing in. Know. Maybe they're bringing in a group of of ladies to kind of live in the bubble and just kind of make their rounds. I mean, is that a problem? It's a problem if they have corona. And in the midst of making their rounds, they infect, let's call it three people. And on average, those three people. Contact tracing would be very easy then. It would, but the three people uh, on average would infect two more people. So now you're looking at nine people. And the six who just got infected, they they go and infect 12 more people. Now the bubble could burst. So my ask is simple. Could you, NBA ballers, grow the fuck up for a few months? 
No, they this can't. Is not so your no. typical. The answer is know, no. But this is not your typical NBA season. This is not the season where 41 games are on the road, 41 games are at home, and to your point, you could stick your head out the hotel door and someone's there. You could stick your wiener out of a window and some <laughs> hoe is going to suck it, right? It's Everything like, is a glory hole. Every, every spot. You, you just go, I don't even know who's in the bathroom. And you like put your dick in there and someone touches it. And you're like, I don't know who it is, but let's, let's go. That's how crazy these girls are. It's and amazing. guys, keep it real because the modern dads are asking from the bottom of their heart, just keep it real. I want to watch, I wanna watch the condensed ball. regular season. I want to watch the rest of the NBA season. Yeah. I want to I want to be able to comment on this podcast what it's like to watch NBA without fans because we just talked about how golf doesn't seem to have a huge impact. I'm really curious to see a three-pointer by Kawhi Leonard at the end. I want to see what that's like. Like who goes nuts? Do I, I don't go think nuts? Kawhi, and, I don't think am I louder than the fans there probably? I don't think Kawhi Leonard is aware that there's fans in the stands when there are fans out there. Okay, don't pick a different player then. I, okay. I sorry. It could be anybody. It could what? be Luka, Luka Doncic doing his thing. I love thing, it. Yeah, I love him. Doing his thing, create crazy trick moves where you, you know, usually you hear the fans go, oh, when he does this cool move. Now no one's there to do that. So, like, you know, here's what's going to happen. Some players are going to thrive and some players are going to fall off because some players, they really require that that constant reaffirmation, that that recognition from the people. And some people might get to step up and go, I don't need that. I'm going to yeah. do me and, and, and be successful. So I think this bubble is hilarious. Um, the, the one other thing was one guy, I forgot who he was. One guy went out and got pickup for food. He went and picked up the food, didn't want it delivered. He got 10 days from the NBA of going back into self-quarantine because he violated a rule from this booklet that they all had to agree to to keep play going. You said it earlier. They're getting paid millions. Again, my ask is focus on your profession. Focus on what you can do in terms of bringing people together because next season, if all goes well, you go back to all those slam pieces in every city. Yeah. You know, you'll yeah. go back to normal. Yep. Uh, I agree. I think, I think they got to get it together. It's got to, it's going to be fun. Um, they're going to, they're going to, they're going to get out of the bubble because that's just the way it is, but hopefully they can figure out how to make it work. Um, and somebody call that, call that damn hotline then. Jeez. Yeah. I would love, I'd love to hear some of the calls that come through that hotline. Chris, I know a guy <laughs> who may be able to hack us in, tap that, us in to, te- te- to get us that voicemail. No promises, but no. I really think I'm not going to tease it. Let's just, let's don't, just see what don't happens. Don't tease it. But before, Chris, yeah, before, let me see before we move that. on, I would like to say, I think I'm pretty sure we should check with fact boy, but, um, I think that might be the first time the word wiener has ever been used in our, in our podcast. So that's monumental. Okay. That's a yeah. sports hole. Yeah. Um, I, you the know, knock on, that wood, is every other, knock on wood, every other sport is on track. I'm, I, I don't want to even say anything about NFL knock because it, it's not it. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yep. We have a really special beer tonight. It's from a recommendation from one of yep. my friends back in college, Steve, Steve's a potential future guest on the show if he could ever get his shit together. Um, I'm going to call him out on that. But he gave me a, a, a great heads up on a really good nationally distributed beer where everyone yep. gets to try it out. Uh, it's out of Tampa. I won't tease it anymore. Let's, let's, let's talk about this beer. Chris, you ready? Yeah, I am. Sometimes it, sometimes it just makes sense that the, the sports hole leads into the beer, especially when the beer is named after a sport. I love it. I did not know anything about this beer until you showed me. We were playing bags the other day, and we did a little kind of late night bag deal where we said, you know what? Fuck the prying eyes of our neighbors. Let's get out and toss some bags. Um, and we did it responsibly. We did. You were red. I was blue. Yeah. We kept our distance. Yeah. You grabbed your bags. I grabbed mine. And I right. literally challenged me, bro. Come at me, bro. Anybody. Yeah. And it was nighttime. There was no one else around. It was just me and you, although we did have some people stop by 
definitely some dads in our in our cul-de-sac saying, "Oh, you guys are out hanging out. Oh, this is cool." And we were like, "Can we just fucking throw bags just just us?" But anyway, Look, we are, we're going to attract people regardless. It's just our personality. But you're right. We had a future dad come by. He hung out, had a few beers. One of our guys outside. Yeah. Yeah. He's a good guy. And then another yeah. neighbor came by, waved, came down, hung out. Probably stayed a little longer than we thought he would. Yeah, but. Regardless, Chris and I have a great setup outside to play bags. There's a great street light right outside my driveway. Perfect. We set it up 27 feet. We could play bags all day. And for those who aren't familiar with bags, we mean cornhole. But right. I don't know why. In Chicago, it's known as bags. And I'm a Chicago guy, so I'm going to keep the bags uh, train rolling. Okay, so tonight, our beer is the India Pale Ale. It's highlight. And for a while, Chris and I, with our white privilege and dumbness, called it JLA. And that's really not what it's called. And then JLA became JLA. And then JLA became Highlight. This right. is a 7.5% alcohol by volume beer out of Cigar City Brewing, which is out of Tampa. So There's, again, it's, we're giving love to Tampa. We're giving love to Florida. It, is Tampa considered Cigar City? I'd never knew that. I mean, no, I don't think so at all. I've been to oh, Tampa. Okay. Um, I don't know much about it, except there's a pretty cool military base. Derek Jeter has a few houses there, and I didn't see see or smell any cigars. All right. Um, well. I mentioned earlier, this is a buddy of mine, Steve's Beer uh, from Chicago. He says this is a great chuggable IPA. This guy loves to get hammered with no ease. <laughs> That's a text that comes through, H-A-M-M-R-D, hammered. And I said, all right, I'll try it, because he threw it out. And I, I said, Chris, have you heard of this? And Chris is like, no, I haven't had it. Went, picked it up. Let's try it out, Chris. I've it's, only I'm, had it once before this. It, it was decent. It was very good. I wouldn't call it chuggable yet, but let's let's try it out. What do you say? Yeah. So I had it the first time, like I said, playing bags with you. So uh, yeah, I'm excited about it. Let's do it. I'm going to crack it All for right. the first time in my house. Ready? Ready. Oh, oh, lovely. A little crispy. All right. So yeah, cheers. All right. Cigar City Brewing. Thank you. Let's try this out. Clank. Wow. It's mm. very good. Mm-hmm. Let me read the can. The merry game of Highlight provides inspiration for the citrus forward India Pale Ale with notes of clementine, orange peel, and caramel malt, creating an IPA that's both bold and approachable. I can't, I can't disagree with that. I think that's pretty I think spot that, on. I think that description is perfect. I mean, on Beer Advocate, it gets a 95 on the scoring. Um, Whoa. Which is big. That's huge. Yeah. We usually use that site as a reference in terms of what people are saying. 95 is way up there. Yep, yep. It's right up there with one of the tops. Um, I've, I've actually never heard of Cigar City Brewing. Um, this is the first time I've ever looked at them. But this beer is uh, very, very, very good. I could, I, I'd say Steve, you said the guy's name is? Yes, Steve. Yeah, I'm going to call Steve. him Steve Homrich. I don't think he'll care. Okay, so can we call him Steve Hom or Steve O or Stevie Stevie Ham or Stevie in the Knicks or what do we call him? Any one of those work or all of them work. I love okay. it. Okay. Steve Hom and Stevie in the Knicks sounds awesome. <laughs> but I, I honestly, way, I've, I'll, I'll back you up for a quick second. I've never seen any other beer that they are posing on their page. Not to say I wouldn't try them. They look pretty good. Yeah, it's a crushable. IPA, but at 7.5, makes me a little nervous to have more than three at, in an hour because you're going to be you're going to yeah. be tossing it around. But, Anybody having more than three beers in an hour, there are some beers you're okay to do that with, but some yeah. beers you're kind of like double double asking. Yeah. maybe I should check on this. This will get you going. The can itself is is fine. It, you know, the, the the typeface is good. It's got a little kind of a green gold kind of vibe. Not mad at it. Uh, no, the green, my the green section has a guy pulling pulling stuff off of the trees, and he's actually got a cesta, which oh. is the basket that they use in the game, highlight, which had you asked me 30 minutes ago, I probably wouldn't have known, but now I'm right. going to spout it off like it's common knowledge. Do you see this a guy? A cesta. Do you see him, though, on the can? Yeah, I'm looking at the the picture on the site, okay. and he's got like so his he's got the out. cesta, and he's yeah. and he's gripping it down. To be honest, it's a pretty cool can because of the of the artwork in that. You just you really need to like tune into it. You gotta you gotta yep. look at it. It's not just a green and gold. There's a little animation back there. 
grabbing the hops off the tree. It does taste a little citrusy, right? Yeah. A little, a little sweet, orangey, tangerine, clementine-y. Um, but it's not overpowering. It's, I wouldn't call this juicy. No, I don't. Yeah, you're right. It's not a juicy IPA. Um, I wonder how I would feel if, if we were, you know, driving or taking a yacht in Miami to go check out a, a, a high lie match and drinking some high lie beer. I think we'd, I think we'd score this a little higher because it's, it definitely has the, all the right things. Um, and seeing high lie, we, we watched some high lie clips before we hit record. I could get into it. I, I, I like it. Yeah, I feel like we could have a whole section on in sports hole even about the recent highlight matches, but we admitted we we don't really know enough to feel comfortable talking about it. What I'd like to say is we we talked about uh, instead of liking to say, I think you should just. I'm just kidding. I'm gonna, we I'm talk about it a lot. Off. If 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 UFC was to be around and all we have is UFC, I'll be a UFC fan. But I feel like if they played highlight during quarantine and all I had to choose from was high lie and old clips of, you know, tiger playing in the masters from years ago. And, and Johnsonville brought a bags tournament. I'm watching high lie. Give me some high lie. I'll check that shit out. We, I watched a couple of clips of it. It's like, it looks like an alien sport, but I'm, I'm, I'm into it. They call it the world's fastest sport. So, which I don't as, believe, but I, but I, but I'm cool with that. That's fine. No, but I, I think, I'll believe it. You're right. No, but that's a good point. But when I hear something like that, as someone who is, is very foreign to the sport, that gives me the confidence that I could jump in at any time and feel like, hey, I might actually like this. Like, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to get it down quick because it's not some slow, drawn-out sport. Good point. Like, if yeah. you were introducing golf to me for the first time and I had to watch people, let's say you follow the same group, and you had to watch them walk to each shot. So for four and a half hours, you saw, I'm going to call it 60 minutes of real preparation and execution right think about that and i'm 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 giving every shot you have at least 45 seconds of actual prep of prep time right when you when you line the ball up if you shoot an 80 and you and you send spend 45 seconds that's an hour so if i shoot a 90 i'm looking at a 70 minute like if i film myself i'd watch something for probably an hour hour and 10 minutes highlight it looks like it never stops it looks like yeah. it's it's insane. It looks like a, a a real Latin American love fest. You know, it looks like it's oh, just right. nonstop. Yeah. Which again, like as, like Selena some, and J Lo at the Super Bowl uh, halftime show last year. Yeah, yeah. Like that. Yeah, dude, show me Shakira. And that was show in Miami, me. wasn't it? Probably. It was. yes, I mean, it was. I can't remember, but probably. I can't remember what happened a couple of weeks ago. This quarantine is forever dragging on. You're right, but. No, the, the, the point is you're, you're, I'm backing you up. I would definitely give this a shot. Um, and can you imagine drinking High Lie while watching High Lie? Oh, I do like that idea. Now, let me just say one thing before we kick say, off and say, get off of hold this. Hold on. Say, hold on. Can I, can I say something first? Please. Yes. Yeah. Go ahead. Oh, that was beautiful. To explain football, I feel like football to a non-football knowing person would be crazy. Like to, I remember one time American my football. dad, American, American football, football, not, not American soccer. Football. Okay, got right. it. Go ahead. I remember going to International House of Pancakes before when it was called International House of Pancakes with my dad, and we were eating pancakes. And I, I said to him, Dad, uh, I would hope so. I would hope. I so. need you to explain football to me because I don't get it, and I wanted to know football so so much. And he, I remember him writing and like drawing on a on a napkin of how football worked, and it was like. I remember like going home thinking, I know he told me what I needed to know, but I still had no clue what the fuck he was talking about. Same thing with highlight. Your dad like, sounds awesome, by the way. Cause he's like, he's probably like, Oh my God, this is the moment I've been waiting for. As and, and see my dad, we didn't, I didn't grow up watching a ton of football, but my dad knew football. I mean, my dad, you know, was aware of it, but my dad's a big tennis guy. And I grew up watching a ton of tennis and I feel like my dad would also love highlight, but that being Beer said, sport, he, he would not like the beer. The <laughs> my, dad, my dad does not drink beer, but he probably would like the sport. Um, Let's just say the only reason I ask that is because I know this beer better than I know the sport now. So when everyone goes, did you catch the highlight? I'm like, yeah, the Cigar City Brewing, Tampa. Hands down, like, I know the beer better than the sport. The but hey, maybe maybe we can get into the sport. We should check it out. I bet there's probably ways to watch it. I don't know if it's new or not, but we should. I mean, we could Tell do it. What? Let's put it on the back burner 
And if any one of these other sports coming back, namely the four major hockey, basketball, and the Mecca of football, if they get delayed as a commitment to our dads listening in, we should find another sport to get on. And I think we already said UFC is probably too popular for us to just jump on. We might have a bigger impact going to find a sport that's kind of under the radar and we'll kind of bring that up. You cool with that? I am so cool with it. And how cool would it be is if a beer leads us down the path of finding a new sport. Then I think Highlight deserves a few more points of praise, to be honest. I, I agree. And Keep it's a really it. good beer. I'm having it's a good very time good. with it. I'm it's liking so, it. It's so crisp. It's it's cold. Drink it cold, guys. Always drink it cold. Go get a Highlight. And again, this is high a lie. It looks different. High-a-lie. We've been saying yeah. it differently for a while, but I, I'm pretty sure it's Highlight. Go ahead. Drink it. Chris and I will be right back. We're going to go into a few things we're doing with our kids to help pass the time as we have at least a month left of summer before the school year. And, and, and who knows what's going to happen there. So Hold uh, the we'll podcast be right back. On that. Yeah, we'll be back. And we are back. It's the dad's drinking beer. We are sipping on high lie, having a pretty good time. I feel like it's the, the 7.5 has done its work. I mean, I'm happy. How are you feeling there, Jimbo? Absolutely. High lie just took a little light speed through my face. Um, I'm digging this. I'm digging high light. I think it's good. Uh, my buddy Steve's chuggable comment. I, is any IPA like chuggable? I, I don't know. But what's a chug in IPA? Is it three ounces, four ounces? Or are you chugging it? Are you like no, killing the no, whole can? No, one, no one's chugging an IPA. Steve-O, come on, Stevie Nicks, come on. It's like an oxymoron. It's an yeah. oxymoron. Like, like I'm not saying I hate it. I think it's kind of entertaining. But a chuggable IPA is interesting. Interesting. Um, yeah. It's very good. Thank you for asking. Yeah. It's very good. Um, so we've been busy. You've been busy. I've been busy. Uh, having kids is makes you even busier. We talk about it a lot. What are we doing when we're not working? And what I mean by that is, what are we doing with our kids when we're not working? So one of the things we talked about before we uh, hit the button that says record is, what are we doing? Like, what what's the deal? What what do you you know? A little bit of dad corner. Talk about what are we doing? We. We've gone over movies that the kids pick out that we're cool with, right? I think we had some, you know, Spideyverse, some Marvel movies, some uh, Disney classics, but that's kind of the cop out, right? That's kind of the easy way where it if is, things are bad, throw something on, throw an iPad at the kid. You and I grew up at a time where those they weren't the same kind of options, right? You had to sort of be okay with being bored or or going outside, figuring figuring shit out, right? Right. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So let's take that out of the equation. I think that's an easy way out. Um, I'm not blaming you for doing it. I'm guilty of it, but we'll, a couple of <laughs> things every, we're doing. I think every dad, every parent is guilty of too much screen time right now. So it's, it's almost like yeah. you can't even feel, you, you shouldn't give any guilt towards yeah. anyone who's letting their kids watch their iPads a little bit more than normal, or you shouldn't feel any guilt for letting your kids watch the iPad or the TV or whatever it is more than normal, because it's, it, these are these are exceptional times, my guy. And they are. We're, everything we're living has it. an asterisk. Everything, now all of a sudden you're like, but I don't know if this is how it would be normally. I completely get you. So when you ask, you know, what are we doing? I just want to be clear. I tell you back. Yeah, my, my kids will watch Back to the Futures 1 and 2, uh, back to back, and then we'll watch 3 that night. This isn't what we're looking for right now. We're looking for more, uh, I don't know, activities that might stimulate more than... <laughs> Just like, what are, the play button yeah, on like, the remote. Like what are we doing that's not plopping our kids in front of a screen, basically? Oh, yeah. I love it. I love All right. it. So, All right. Who, so took my kids out this weekend uh, yeah. to, to Michael's, Michael's Craft Store. And in Austin, we talked about how they're very, very strict with a mask, which kudos. BFT, right? About fucking time. This was the first time I brought my kids out with me since four and a half months ago. We went to Michael's. We went all over the store. I mean, we, we were quick. We didn't linger, but we literally looked around, namely because I have no fucking clue. I love Michael's, but there is Michael's. It's a crazy always fucking clusterfuck. Yeah. It is. And you know what? You walk in and it's immediate to, like decorations of the current holiday, but after that, yeah. it's fucking God's will. Whatever is out there, it's you have no control over it. And it's, I feel like I've been doing many Michaels across the country and they're all the same. It's a fucking shit show <laughs> everywhere you yeah. go. 
It's rugs, it's carpets, it's paintings, and then it's a rack with coloring books, which my kids are interested in. And I'm like, yeah, go check out the coloring books while I look at these paintings. And, and, and it, it just doesn't make sense. It doesn't. Yeah. But it works. We made it through. Um, what we ended up getting that I think has been big for us, and I'm sure other dads can relate, is there's, a, there's an obsession with rocks as a kid. Yeah, I don't, yeah. I don't get it, right? But not Painting just any rocks. rocks. Yeah, rocks that you can paint, rocks that you take yeah. home that are yeah. smooth, smooth like a, a nice shade of river rock. It's light enough that most colors come up. So we bought uh, a nice uh, pack of acrylic paints in these little, you know, thumb, uh, not a thumbtack, in these little, in, in these little mini containers, right? It's a 34 pack of colored uh, paint and then a bunch of little brushes because they have been stealing rocks my boys steal rocks off of i've you know, i've seen areas. your boys set up in front of your house they have a pretty good river rocks painting yeah. setup yeah i don't know if they fully get the reason behind the rocks yet or the fact that you could take it and then put it back out in the wild for someone else to get they haven't really picked up on that yet but they want to eventually paint their own rocks and put them out i'm kind of pushing for this narrative this is what this is going to help and i'll tell you what when my wife or i have a break or if we have, if we're lucky enough to have our babysitter over, and we say you're painting for the next hour, I mean that's just that's like the blessing that that's that's what you're doing and hoping that hey, I just did all right during these uncertain times, right? Yeah, no, and I think that painting is. And this is not a top five list or a top three list or whatever we have, but it's, well, it's, it's what's working now, right? It's what's I working, mean, it's, right? We're we're just saying what's working after it. We've been painting a lot. My kiddo loves to paint. Uh, a friend of ours gave us a giant canvas that has been in our backyard um, that she's been working on for probably three weeks, four weeks. And Grace finally says it's done. So it looks pretty great. It's it's a pretty abstract piece. Um, but, you know, we – we we encourage we we do the same thing. We went to Michael's and bought a bunch of like rollers and sponges and paints and different things that she could. And we we want her to just feel like she could just get messy and and have fun with it because you know that's what it's about. So um, Gracie's a hell of a painter. I'm she's gonna throw done that some out pretty there. cool stuff. Yeah, shout out to your stuff. daughter. I'm recording in Zoom, right uh, over Zoom, and I'm looking at one of her recent works of art that and apologies worked. for the glitter on your desk i i she my, my kid loves some glitter but <laughs> but i love but, the glitter it's another reminder that we have like a homemade work of art here which <laughs> guys dads you get something as authentic as that don't tell me you're not picking that over some bullshit thing yeah. at michael's in a frame like come on hopefully hopefully you'll have that for a while i mean and if it's a good canvas you know invest in some good canvas invest in some decent paint um, and yet, like you said earlier, Jim, like buy some cheap brushes because you know those things are going to get left out. So don't worry about the expensive things. We get the little foam ones and, you know, she'll paint with them and she'll leave them on the little stool that she's got next to her. And, you know, you don't feel bad about having a nice brush. So for um, sure, one thing we're doing and maybe more different than maybe you are is, as you know, if you've listened to this podcast before, I have a new dog. <laughs> so one thing we've been doing with, with my kid is puppy training. Oh. Like we're that's a big deal for us. Like obviously I don't want a little shithead dog and um you don't? We love uh, we love yappers. Oh, uh, shithead yapp. She has she has those shithead tendencies. But um <laughs> what is she? But, uh, eight, eight to just to be clear with the audience, 8 weeks old, 9 weeks old now? I think she's eight? like 4 months old. Is that is okay, that Okay, so 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 12, even more, yeah. even more. 12 yeah. 12 to 15. Yeah. Okay. Well, She's she's adorable, man. Keep going, keep going. <laughs> so, so so she is all the she's a full on puppy. I mean, she does all. She's the a puppy. She's puppy. young yeah. as fuck. Yeah, right. We love her. So, man. but but my kid and I and my wife are working on getting her to be well behaved, and that's a big part. And I will say, Poppy, the puppy, will she will never bite or jump up on Grace ever. She knows that Gracie is is off limits, but the way she treats me and my wife is totally different. So Gracie's got a little easy, but um, yeah, puppy training is definitely one of the things we're working on with, with, and again, outside of a screen, doing something different. Grace is loving it. So yeah, puppy training. That's cool, man. I, the more work you put in, in the beginning, the, the longer off, you know, it'll pay. My wife and I had to 
send the dog that we have to a, a puppy training school. And I wish I had more of a, of a hands-on part of it in the beginning because we got her when she was 12 weeks old, which is how old your dog is now. We got her when she was about three or four months old and we had to. Um, but props to you guys for, for jumping in on that. Love to hear that she's coming after you guys. She's just got to, she's got to take it out on you guys, you know, more yeah. than, more than Gracie, which is totally cool. Yeah. Um, and I, I love Poppy. I've got a, I got a special part for it. So you know how dogs tend to tend to take the looks a little bit of their owner. Do you think it's you or Steph? She's starting to like more, you know, not just look like, but kind of just feel like I'm more part of you. Uh, it's tough to say. I, I think she's realizing that I'm the alpha in the house. Um, Don't f with dad. Yeah, I, yeah. Because there'd be there'll be a couple times where I'll I don't. Yeah, there's a there's a whole philosophy that I have about puppy training. But if she gets at me too much, I'll I'll you know, on the grass, we're out in the backyard working on stuff and I'll toss her around on the, on her back and just, you know, hold my hand on her chest and to be like, and you, you need to calm down yes. because that's, that's the ultimate. Like when you, when you put a dog on their back, it's like, that's the move. Um, mm-hmm. I don't, I don't hurt her in any way. No. But it's like, it's like, Hey, this is not okay. When you bite me on my ankle, that's, you know, that's when we stop playing because we'll play. And then when you do that, we don't play anymore. So you're just you're following guidelines, being the dad, taking on the responsibilities that some dads uh, are, are yep. all too familiar with. Um, but it, it is it is funny that she does not do that with Grace. Like she will not jump up on her. She maybe start to jump up and then she realizes and she stops. But she will not bite her. She's props bit, to you, man. And well, props to you and your wife for making your daughter more of the off limit. You know, hey, don't yeah. eat, think about it. Right. Which is why they're you know she might be putting it more on you and, and your wife because she has so much to get out. That should die down, right? Eventually. Yeah. She's so young right now, but good job, dude. So one thing about the dog that kind of leads me to another thing we're doing. Uh, my oldest son wakes up really early and we walk the dog together uh, in the morning when the sun's coming out. And I, anyone with more than one kid has got to uh, understand that you got to spend some time just with the one or with one or the other, because it's definitely, definitely um, they feel it just as much. So that's a big deal. Uh, we walk the dog. He doesn't get to go on a scooter or a, or a bike. And I don't know if it was my idea or his, but he gets behind it and he says, yeah, let's, let's do that. And then we walk, I let him walk the dog and we just get to talk. And it's just, it's just, it's just one-on-one time. It's very special. Um, later in the day, the, actually what I prefer is, is like a bike ride with the other, with the other son, sometimes with the dog, sometimes without, because if anyone's going to carry the dog, we're going to, we're going to go slow and I'm going to hold the dog. But if we get to get a chance to just go out and ride bikes and, and be outside before it gets too hot, we're in, we're in Texas, right? So you have about an, <laughs> until one, one or yeah, two. It gets hot very quick. Yeah. Very fast. And even the mornings are brutal, but you just kind of get used to it. Um, I think the, uh, the bike rides are as rewarding for me because we're going further each time uh, as the morning walk with with the son with the dog and and i guess the dog's the common denominator here because sometimes even on the bike ride i'll bring the dog and just go slowly and say hey we're not going too fast pip is with us if it gets too hot we're gonna stop and pip is fine with that that that, that's something that i look forward to with the dog again because poppy is good at walks at best she's gotten much better though like you guys are you're being strict to the routine like that's yeah, so it's kind of what you have to do because she's so young. So she's so young. young. I took her for a walk. Uh, what was that? Wednesday, and we do. We did a pretty long walk, but she. I mean, she literally stops at every single thing. You know, every dead worm on the on the walk. Every single sniff. Every single. Everything's thing. new. Everything's Everything, new for her, man. Everything. So so it's a it, for a long time. It's a tough walk, and then she does really well, and then she gets tired. So I had to pick her up, and we walk. And then other people come by and everyone, and she is a cute dog. Trust me. She's very cute. Ooh. So people come by, they want to say hi and she gets excited. And so, um, yeah, it, it's, it's an, it's an adventure to take Poppy for a walk is, um, is a lot. And I have actually stopped doing the walks with uh, my wife and my kid and the dog. And my wife has actually stopped doing the, the walks with the dog and the kid. Cause it's just too much, you know? Gracie's working on her bike stuff. Um, she has another like four wheel bike that she's much better at, but even then she's like, 
bitching and complaining about her knee and this, and you're like, come on. And then you, you know, you got the puppy. It, it's just not worth it. So um, I envy your situation of being able to take one or two or three people, dogs on a walk. We don't it, have that. It's, yet. it's still tough. It's still tough, but I don't know what's, what's been going on, especially getting the one kid to not have to take a bike to get one yeah. to say, Hey, I'll just walk with you. And I'm like, like the block isn't that long, but it's still having to convince him that we're not on this walk for ourselves. It's for the dog to dog to pee and to poo and like trying to teach that in terms of and to sniff and take care of this dog. Yeah. Like exactly. The sniffing's normal. Now you can you can tug a little bit if it gets a little rambunctious with that, but like at the same point, at the same point, it's like this is your dog. If they want to stop and sniff, like it's not about you getting home quickly, you know? I do. And it and and when I do go for walks, I don't bring my phone. I, I don't even like, I don't even have music on. I don't do anything. I'm, I'm just hanging out. So I might do music once in a while, but it's not, it's not to have out to, to scram the gram or to, to check text. It's if it's in, if I'm doing music, it's in my pocket, but you're right. I'm, but I'm Pippa's more invested older. in a yeah, the But I'm, I'm also with, with one of the kids. It'd be weird if I was like, you yeah. walk the dog and I'll walk behind you and, and look at, um, you know, my boss girls. <laughs> also, <laughs> look at, uh, you know, give me, give me one. Give me the Chai Vet official. I don't know. Like, yeah, give me Chai something. Vet official. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Give me something where it's like, I'm just scrolling back to last April. Cause there's a really cute girl back there. You know, like that's not my jam. Not I, with the kids I, and the dogs around. I love scram the gram, by the way. I've, I've never heard that term, but um, that's good. Take it. When I'm on the toilet and someone goes, what are you doing? I, you know, I'm scrolling up. I'm just, it's like scroll, but you're just kind of like examining. So you're just kind of scramming the gram. You're just, you're just moving quick on it. Scramming the gram. I love it. Let's, let's keep it just yeah. us and the, and the dads. Um, another thing we've been doing is puzzles. And I get that there are so many different kinds of puzzles, but not, not everybody knows this. There's the kids puzzles that are, I mean, bare bones they're on a cardboard or a plastic or wooden you know display and you drop the pieces in to the select slots like there's there's really no skill to it more of just a what fits versus what doesn't and then it moves up and there's a 30 piece 50 piece 100 piece 300 piece dare i say 500 piece thousand piece get out of here get out of here i know i know chris uh my oldest is really into puzzles and he's got a real knack for it. And a lot of times we'll have a big puzzle going now at the kitchen table. And it's kind of like, it's such a blast from the past. It makes me think of my mom. It makes me think of like people who still have puzzles going on at home. And it, I mean, I'm just impressed because if, if my son grabs a piece from looking at the puzzle upside down and says, I think this goes here and and he gets it. And I've seen that a few times. I'm kind of like, I never would have got that. I like personally, I don't know if I have the patience for a puzzle. So yeah. it's more of a watch him develop a little bit in terms yep. of uh, activity, but no screen time. It's very creative. And Nolan, my younger one gets involved by helping find the border or like the outside or like, yeah. Hey, like the, the puzzle you gave us have has dogs and a, uh, on skateboards and he kept finding pictures of the skateboard and he was like, Hey, this, this color is that. So I don't know. I'm just more or less impressed that puzzles, if the pandemic never happened, I don't think puzzles would have been a thing. You know what I mean? No. I, think it would, yeah. I think we would have had different yeah. shit. So I'm yeah. proud that we're able to pull something from the past into today. And guys, it's a pretty good time waster. Even if your kids are younger or, or still just getting used to puzzles, th- the 30 piece, 50 piece, do you see a kid finish a puzzle they are so like the picture becomes whole and they get so yep. excited and you're just like yeah. great fucking work. And yep. You can't say fucking, but you want to, you know, <laughs> my kid loves puzzles. My wife is a puzzle fanatic. Uh, my mother-in-law puzzle fanatic. We go of back course. for Christmas of course. And, and that that's what they do. Like my wife during Christmas break, there's, She's like, can you bring out the card table? I'm going to do a puzzle. And that means basically I won't see you. Like there'll be no free time. Like my wife will not do anything but do puzzle. The card table. That's exactly it. It's pull. I mean, I mean, is that a Midwest thing? Is that just a mom thing? Is that just an old family thing? You pull out the card table, you set it up and you've got room for a thousand piece puzzle or a 2000 yeah. piece puzzle. And you're like, that's going to be 
a two or three week project. Like, like yeah. it's just, it Which, is what it is. And I, when we first had Grace, I remember, well, the first Christmas we had Grace, I remember, um, you know, she was a baby, obviously. And we had a card table set up in our house, old house, and we did a puzzle. And it was every night we would, you know, put on our pajamas crack open the box of wine and we would just uh yeah and we would just do a puzzle and it would be like three four five days you know evenings after we come home from work whatever um yeah we're a puzzle house gracie loves puzzles um we've we've gotten pretty advanced with her she's she's definitely that's doing awesome. some cool shit and no, that's um so awesome man. and she's better than she she leads on like she definitely knows what she's doing and uh and there'll be times where I'll you know, on the weekends or whatever I'll do it with her, and she and she'll like she knows what she's doing. She's manipulating me for sure. Kudos, but, um, man. Yeah, I mean, yeah. so that's just some of the things that we're doing, right? To pass the time. We know summer's on for another month, and it might continue. We have a really good feeling that the the school year is going to be delayed. It's already been delayed a few weeks in Austin, and and a lot more in other places. We can empathize with you guys, but. If you have other ideas, other things you're doing with your kids, we would love to hear about them. Please send us direct messages on our Instagram page. You can email us, which is dadsdrinkingbeerpod at gmail. The, the point is that we're, we're trying to get more options for our kids instead of just you know flopping them in front of the, the, the screen because we may be in this a little longer than we thought. Yep. It doesn't mean we're in trouble. It means that as a dad, the modern dad, we have to prepare for something like this. So... Hey, dads, step up. Right. Step cool. up. Uh, let's score this highlight. What do you say, bud? I'm in. Uh, I wrote it down when we were talking about something a while ago. So that way you know this is real. Are you ready? I'm going to show it to mine, you. you. Because you just said that, I have to write mine down. So I yeah, mine's written. Um, mine's yeah. pretty good. Mine's too. All right. 94. 92. 92. Which puts it at a 93. That is very strong for a dad's approved beer. Yeah. It's officially re rebought at a at a store when we see it. We have to so still find our real metric there. Like if yeah. it's over an, an 80. Um, 92 for me, 94. So an average of a 93. Why 94? Like, give me a little final touch on this beer. It has all the things. It's it's a very good, I wouldn't say, I mean, Stevie Ray Vaughan. Uh, our guy uh, who recommended it uh, is it, crushable. It, it's a little, it's a little, uh, it's a little spicier than a crushable for me, but it has a really good drinkability factor for me. It's, it's a very good beer. Definitely could drink about three of these, throw in some bags uh, in the court on a August night, which I see that in our future. Um, yes, sir. It's good. I've had a couple of them now. Um, when they were cold, a couple when they were a little warmer, still good. An IPA usually doesn't hold up past its you know optimal cooling time. This one does. Like you said, it's not juicy. It's just a straight up IPA. I do really like the colors on the can. I've never heard of Cigar City Brewing, but this is the first one of them, and I'm I'm digging it. Tampa. I mean, hey, Tom Brady's in Tampa, so maybe there's something going on in Tampa. I don't know. So. Uh, yeah, I see. I lie. Yeah. Seems like a seems like a cool sport. I'm gonna check it out. It's got all the right things. It's it's kind of there. So there, there's in. not a lot of red flags. All the flags that they're holding are pretty positive. Almost like jump on our corona infested island and and see what's up. Because you know what, Tampa's a cool city. I'll give it that. It's a really cool city. I've been there twice. It's a fun, interesting Florida city where it's not it's not trashy. That's what I'm that's what I'm getting it at. And I don't want to say Florida's trashy, but Florida has it's not a like Gainesville or, or Jacksonville. Jacksonville. <laughs> Jacksonville might own it. And if we have a Jacksonville listener, you know what we're talking about. I mean, Sorry. we're not gonna we're not gonna bullshit around this. Put on a I mask. I would agree. Yeah, put on a mask, goddammit. Um <laughs> you're right. It's it's a it's the best standard IPA I can think of off the top of my head. And uh, it's the best since 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 Bell's official. Yeah. In terms oh, yeah. of in terms of we're an IPA, we're brought out to every state that needs it, but we don't taste like just a normal IPA. They each have something a little unique about it. The highlight has a citrus undertone that doesn't make it too harsh or strong, 
but it doesn't be too sweet for anyone who's like, I'm not into the sweet, sweet beers, which sometimes those turn me off. They start, you know, kind of rotting my, my stomach out where you're, you're just like, I'm not really into this. Highlight's a good blend. Steve from Chicago, thanks for the recommendation. This was yeah. really, really thoughtful. Chuggable IPA. Stevie Wonder <laughs> coming through. Something. I love it. Yeah. Maybe he's onto something. That oxymoron of a chuggable IPA, it, this might be the one beer it can apply to so far. Yeah. So Steve Martin coming through. Love it. Anything, anything, any name that has Steve is now our guy, Steve. Awesome, dude. Um, Chris had a blast as always. As always. I'm excited about uh, this weekend because I get to do nothing. And then the weekend after I'm going to um, play golf with you. So that'd be yes. good. So yes. yeah, all things are good. All things are always good. Happiness is a choice. Enjoy yourselves. For Dad's Drinking Beer, I am Jim. I'm Chris. And this is Dad's Drinking Beer. Where's that pizza at? Dad's Drinking Beer supports all businesses, local and nationwide. If you're looking for a space to promote your business, email dadsdrinkingbeerpod at gmail.com or you can contact us via Instagram at dadsdrinkingbeer.